When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back because it's time for the podcast. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Uh, very good to be here. We're on a boat. We are. We are on a boat. It's really. I feel really jiggy. We thought we go quite famous. Yeah. 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 It's like we thought we'd go proper hip hop and go on a boat. Yeah. How are you, Rumaj? I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Really good, mate. Good weekend. It's a Monday. Yes, it is a Monday. I did a DVD record on Friday night. It was all right. I mean, it was good. The show was good, but you're always a bit nervous. Because you do a joke and then you think that is how the joke is going to be now. Locked in. Yeah. Was there anything that just tanked? No. What do you mean? No. <laughs> I've done the show 70-something times. If it's fucking tanking now, I've got a problem, haven't I? Trying out some new material. Yeah, I did. I took on notes. <laughs> just like workups and stuff. Yeah. I mean? That's how I operate. Well, uh, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was all right. I uh, had my mum and dad up yesterday for lunch. You are so hip-hop, aren't I you? Uh, what did you make them? No, I took them out. Where did you take them? I went to a restaurant in called Foxlow. Right. Had some roast beef. We all had roast beef. <laughs> did you have um, Did you have Yorkshire pudding? Yeah, big old. My dad picked his up and ate it like a sort of a slice of cake. Do you know what my dad did once? He's mm. not with us anymore, God rest his soul. But we went yeah. into Nando's once mm. and he opened the top on the olives thing and just started eating it because he thought it was like a bar <laughs> snack. Then like, just like literally fucking putting his claw into the bowl, yeah, and just stuffing his face. But you don't say anything. I just sort of you just no. Sort I just of thought, let's just it. Say, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just this is how this guy does it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, what else have you been up to? I'm watching X Factor. Yeah. Just true hip hop. Yeah. Now I've there been, is. I've, I've been talking to you before about yeah. Honey G. Yeah, it's very exciting because hip hop has made it to the X Factor. It's funny. Uh, it's funny <laughs> being wrecked in the mainstream. <laughs> As it, it's as so it should good. be. What I think is good about X Factor mm. is they're not frightened of putting people that have obviously got some sort of mental disability <laughs> and, and putting and them into the public them to the max. Oh, she is is actually unethical, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's going to end in tears. Yeah, like, I just can't work it out. Is no. it is it a character? Is it? I don't think it is. Is she, she never, real? She never drops a character. She's like, no. It's amazing. What's the G stand for? I think she's like she's put, putting herself as like Ali's brother, sister. <laughs> Ali's a brother. Ali's. <laughs> <laughs> Ali's sister. I think that's what the whole idea is. She did two pack last night, or no Saturday it was. Yeah, California, California Love. Love yeah. yeah. Mm. I, well, you showed me the clip of yeah. it. Yeah. She managed Dre's bit okay. Mm. Two packs bit. And then she just sort of gave up. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was bad. Anyway, it's we'll good keep, to we'll see hip hop on the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be keeping you updated. This is the bit where we introduce our guest. I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by drum and bass legend. Is that? I mean, you can say that. You know, it wouldn't necessarily be true, but you know. Uh, DJ Friction. Hello, Friction. How are you doing? How you what, doing? what do we call you on this? 
I, prefer, I don't like DJ. Mr. Friction. Do you know what? This is so bad, right? Because you you've told me this so many times. Oh, we had this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you said, it really pisses you off. Yeah, I still keep doing it. Sorry. Is that, is, are you just friction? I just prefer the friction. I, yeah. I don't know. It's not really. I mean, it doesn't really, really piss me off, but it's just slightly irritating. Mildly irritating. Yeah. Like, well, I hate when people call me comedian Ramesh. <laughs> comedian <laughs> Ramesh. <laughs> Look, that is your surname. So, yeah, but we, does, does, <laughs> is your real name known to the general public? Yeah, I, I mean, we, I think we should just roll with the real name. Okay, yeah. fine. So I, I don't know what that is. Francis. Francis. Hey, Francis. No, it's Ed. Oh, hey, Ed. Um, now, people are thinking, oh, my God, how did you get Ed Friction onto the podcast, Rom? You must, like, because you said you're into hip-hop, but mm. now you must have, you must have, like, your finger on all sorts of, you must be finger on the pulse in all sorts of genres. But the truth is, the reason I know Ed's, <laughs> It's because we used to work together at Sunglass Art, didn't we? Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. God, I bet you guys have seen some things. Oh, my God. Gatwick Gatwick Airport. Oh, South, that one. South Terminal Airside. Oh, it. my God. The I shit think I bought went... my sunglasses there, genuinely. Yeah. yeah. Gatwick Airport, ago. four o'clock in the morning. South Terminal, <laughs> Departures Lounge is a dangerous place to be. <laughs> <laughs> people started drinking by then. Or carried. Is there like... There were a few times, I don't know if you ever did this, but I used to do, because I was like young then and still mm. like enjoyed life, but I used to do this thing where I'd go out, if I had an early shift at Sunglass Art, I'd go out and then take, like, and then just have like clothes at the shop. Oh, so you can and then I'd the come Gatwick straight Express in, yeah, get the Gatwick yeah. Express, get straight in, get changed and then just work battered. Did you ever do that? Uh, yeah, I mean, a couple of times. Saying that, we, we didn't do loads of work, to be honest, though, no. did we, to be honest? I was quite good at selling the cloths with the sunglasses, I think, if I remember That already. was a big thing at Sunglass Art, is it? That's you, how they make a bit more yeah, money. Yeah, you have to increase your UPT, which is units per transaction. Right. You had to kind of inst- kind of like instill a fear factor <laughs> yeah, into your customer right, yeah, as well. Yeah. So it's just like, no cloth? <laughs> <laughs> and then you, go, then you go like this. This is what you've got to do. You've got to really pressure them into it. So you go, would you like a cloth? It's only £6, right? And they go, no, thank you. Mm. And then you go, so what were you planning on cleaning the glass with? And they go, I'll just use tissue. And you go, ooh. Yeah, you had to. You had oh, to my God. Of, and then you, what, tell them a horror story. Yeah, you tell them, yeah. basically, what you tell them is that the tissue scratches the UV coating. Yeah. Mm. And then basically you're burning your retinas if you don't if you use paper tissue, which is a lie. It is yeah. a lie. Yeah. So actually, paper tissue is probably the best for cleaning glasses. Isn't it? We've exposed sunglasses. Hot here. <laughs> I remember it used to be really funny actually because we'd we'd obviously get bored. I mean, it seemed funny at the time, but we um, we would try and in, instill games, wouldn't we, and sort of elements of fun into the the selling. Do you remember that? Uh, well, yeah, I do. Holy shit! We used to try and put words into the. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I remember that we'd get so bored. It would be really early in the morning, and um, we'd kind of like try and instill a name. And I think you'd be like, right, you got to, when you sort of sell it to the customer, you've got to put a word into it. And you'd said to me, you go, right, you've got to say cool tard when you sell these glasses. Is it's that like, really what I did? I, say, I didn't say cool, cool tard, did I? The the racing driver. Yeah, because I yeah. just thought that must be yeah. so difficult to put that into a thing. And um, I think you did Coulthard, and then I sort of—it was really easy. I just said, "Oh yeah, David Coulthard wears these glasses or whatever." And I think, can you remember the word? Yes, I can remember. What was the word Ed I made gave you me? Sell? Hermaphrodite. <laughs> and did you get it in? Of course, I did. I said, "All the, do you all the what hermaphrodites are wearing." I said, "I said at the end of the track." So I hadn't done it all the way along. Mm. Ed's watching me the whole way through, and then right as we're doing it, I said, "Could I?" <laughs> I don't know what. I just thought context is impossible in this situation. Yeah. So I thought I'm just going to go out on a limb. Yeah. I said, "Can I?" Because you know you have to see the boarding pass. Yeah. So I said, "Could I see your hermaphrodite boarding pass?" <laughs> I just thought if I say it quickly, they'll think it's a technical term. And then the guy went, "What?" And that was the last <laughs> of sunglass I ever saw of Romish. <laughs> 
<laughs> were you um, both still uh, early stages of your careers now then? or were you, I wasn't, were you no, dabbling? I no, I wasn't dabbling at all, but you were, weren't you, in, in drum and bass? Trying, yeah. trying, yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. It's going to make me feel really old. What level were you at then, then? Were you playing at, you were playing out of clubs, because I remember coming to see you. I think I was getting, literally, if I was lucky, I'd get a tenner mm. to DJ, yeah. and, you know, I'd Those take that days. gladly. Yeah, yeah. My missus wouldn't be happy about it. But. I was, I reckon I was at that stage maybe paying a tenner to go and do a gig, <laughs> like pay to play. You know, you pay to play. Yeah. <laughs> we have to, you have to either pay money or, or take... Or bring an audience. Or bring an audience with you. So I used to take like five or six friends and then the audience would be my friends and me. Well, you said the laugh. Yeah. That, you'd yeah. smash it and then everyone else would... Would die on their asses. Yeah. yeah, I'd say that deliberately. Like, don't be encouraging. Just really fucking stony face the other pricks. If you can end, <laughs> look a where car- it got you. If you can end a career tonight, that'd really help me out. You get a bonus beer. Yeah. And if it's if it's an if it's an Asian comedian, just heckle the fuck out of them. I don't want any more. I don't want anybody no damaging my USP. Here, do you know what I mean? Here's a little bit that you like to pull. How do you get into hip hop? So drum and bass DJ, but into hip hop, right? Yeah, always. Yeah. So how did you get into it? Drum and bass or hip hop? Hip hop, hip hop. Uh, I think it kind of really started um, when I was at school, um, friends being into music. I actually kind of, I've always been into lots of different sort of types of music. So I think the first music I was into was like Nirvana sort of grunge music. Yeah. You know, back in the day. And um, I kind of just... Tyler, did you dress like it? Yeah, yeah, like a ridiculous, stupid curtain hair and yeah. like long, Strong. silly t shirts. Yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of like look. And, Are you quite you know, a moody prick. Yeah, yeah, try, yeah, yeah. yeah You've got to try and do the lifestyle, haven't Late you? on thick, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And um, I don't even know where we're going for our second holiday. Yeah, God, life's so hard. <laughs> you know, Mum, make me another bacon sandwich. <laughs> but, um, you know, like it was, uh, yeah, I kind of got into music, I got into rave music, and a lot of people that, went to rave music hip-hop kind of ran alongside it like yeah. a lot of my friends you know smoked stuff and listened yeah. to hip-hop basically and that's how they kind of got into it and, do you mean uh, marijuana is that what you're talking about i don't know if i was allowed to say yeah it. yeah yeah all oh, right okay yeah. cool yeah we've been that. yeah we've got, we're doing it we're doing a crack special <laughs> just like, in the next couple of weeks so don't worry about that we're trying yeah. crack for the first time <laughs> you got to warm into that yeah yeah but that that this chat is going to be our gateway chat into yeah. talking about crack in a later episode <laughs> oh brilliant my one of my employers will love that <laughs> um and um Basically, yeah, that was kind of like got into hip hop that way. Rack your brains, give it some thought. What was the first hip hop album you bought? I think the first album that I bought was Dr. Dre 2001. Yes, mate. Which is like such a gateway album into hip hop. I think I think I can't can't just be me. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure there's other people that, that Honey, Honey G, Honey G. Do you know what? When you guys first started talking, I thought I'd walked into the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was like okay. Yeah, so the first three topics, I just got to let you guys know. Yeah, were mum and dad coming around for Sunday lunch, yeah. Yorkshire puds, roast beef, and Honey G. And I, just to be honest, I was going to go out the door straight away at that point, but I thought, no, no, hold on, mate, just... hold on, mate. <laughs> then you got involved. And we started talking about sunglasses. So when he stopped dissing it, yeah, all right, all right sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, um, do, yeah. Doctor Stray, two thousand and one. Great album. Did you did you ever end up going back and buying the Chronic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that album was like loads of like sample heavy or whatever. Mm. And then two thousand one was a completely different like sound, wasn't it? It was all very electronic and stuff mm. like that. 
There is a rumor that he didn't produce all of it. You know this rumor, right? Who's so, yeah? Who was it? Who did it? Well, I don't. Well, there's a, a number of apparently a ghost producer. Well, apparently Dre would like get people in on studio sessions, and these young producers would be really excited about. Don't worry, it's not going to be a Jimmy right. Savile story. So Dre would get like all these other producers in, right? And like they would like start doing beats and go, yeah, that's good shit, right? Yeah. And then next thing you know. It's on fucking forgot about it. Press record without him looking. <laughs> but that does happen today, and essentially what? now it's been given a name. Yeah, obviously, like it's now kind of almost acceptable to mm. be, a, you know, ghost. You have your music. I didn't know this. What are you talking about? Well, like the whole ghostwriting thing. That's oh, what ghost they were kind of That's what they were kind of accusing Jay of, right? Yeah. For those early albums, but I think it was kind of more of a case of probably Jay's in the room. And he was part of it, but yeah. he may have inspired had, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He may but have if had I engineers. if I if I go into a studio and there's an engineer in there, and I go, "Can you make it go?" Ding, 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 ding. I'm like, I'm not fucking producing. What am tunes I? are? What is it's that? just a thing. That'd be my. That's not a riff I've always thought about doing on a track. It's right? called digger ding. I'm just freestyling. <laughs> it sounded a bit more Asian than I wanted. So I'll be honest with you. But like, <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm just going to carry. Let's move on. Move on. But what I mean is, I'm not producing. Then am I? No. If, if you say if you say I want it to sound like this, is that producing? That's not producing. You have to be actually be able to do it there, or not? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a sort of it's a grey area, right. you know. Um, but dry area. It's a dry area. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you what, you're on fire. That's, a, that's why I make the big bucks. <laughs> this mate. is I can see. You're not paying a tenner now, are you? <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think the yeah there was talk of that. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people involved in this album. There was a lot of people involved in. I'm probably jumping ahead too far, but there's a lot of people involved in the new album. Yeah. You know, like mm. you can, you know, there's a lot of. It's a. It's pretty amazing album. So yeah, yeah I mean, the thing is, I don't the, think we should get onto a negative one. No, no, but yet. no. Listen, but li what I the thing is, let's accept that everyone thinks that Dre's a legend. Obviously, the one, the richest guy in hip hop now, isn't he? He's big, big, yeah. more money than Jay Z, isn't he? Dre, That's just from some somebody, beats, yeah, 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 from headphones, yeah. from those incredible <laughs> headphones. So, but so he's a legend, and mm. obviously NWA are incredible, and he's put out great albums. I'm just trying to explore that. I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah. here, right? He got. I hate when people say that. Right? He got. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> what is up with you, man? You get very aggressive. I'm sorry. Right, sorry. Yeah. sorry. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> it's so sunglass. Yeah, I took it to <laughs> it's only oh. taken me about five hours to get here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so basically, he's got ghost. He's got producers in these young kids mm. that he's like grooming or like, like you know, exploiting. Yeah, yeah, exploiting. <laughs> but, trying to get me into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got these people in, and also he doesn't write his own lyrics, right? Because mm. obviously he's got like Jay Z. I think Jay Z wrote Steel Dre, right? Yeah. So what the fuck is he doing? I mean, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if he's not producing, which he is, I'm just, I'm just pushing this argument. To, he's not actually doing a lot, is he? What I'm saying is, Dr. Dre's a fraud. <laughs> Is any who's with me? I'm there. I need more evidence though. Maybe we get a Louis through documentary yeah, yeah. going on. I walk through the door thinking, <laughs> let's celebrate Jay. And you have taken Exposed. that in the worst way. Yeah, sorry. It, I've gone that way no, and you've gone yeah. that way. No, I know. Sorry. No, listen. Leave him alone. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> 2001 is a great album. It's a great album. It is great. And all those allegations of ghost... I'm, I don't know anything about it. I don't know why. I just brought it up as a possible topic of your discussion. I didn't know you were friends with him. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> On his latest album, everybody was like talking about, oh my God, when's he going to drop this new album? When's he going to drop this new album? And then when it came out, it didn't... I mean, it's it good. It's a good it. album, but it's not... It didn't get all the fanfare that I was expecting it to. Do you know what I mean? Do you think because it was too associated with the film that it wasn't a sort of standalone thing? 
Maybe. I don't know. I, I think that cares. people had waited so <laughs> fucking long for a Doctor yeah. Dre album. They yeah. thought they'd listen to it and levitate. Yeah, literally, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, literally, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, that was personally my kind of thought. I mean, there's tunes on there that, you know, some great tunes on there. I think that you've just got to compare it. If you compare that album to 2001... It's a bit difficult, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right. like that that 2001 as an album, it's, you can still listen to it now. I don't think I've ever listened to a hip-hop album as yeah. much as that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like... What's your favourite track? <sighs> Next episode is a big, big tune. Obviously still... Hold train. up. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> It'll come in now. Hold up. Can you say hold up again? And yeah, just so go back. You do it course. clean. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Nice. Hold up. No, don't fucking. This my bit. Okay, go on. <laughs> don't let him have all the limelight. Oh, it's here to support him. <laughs> um, any tracks you didn't like on it? Um, no, no, not really. Well, no, because it wouldn't be the best album I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, you say that, but <laughs> here we go. Well, <laughs> oh, here we go back. Is this the old devil's advocate? <laughs> yeah, man, oh, here it is. Can't get rid of it. Well, well, DJ Friction. If I can play devil's advocate. <laughs> um, <laughs> If you listen, there, there are some albums, for example, Straight Outta Compton, right, is considered a classic, and it is a good album, but it does peter out. I mean, that album is not solid the whole way through. It's front-loaded, that record. I think I might have said this before. Mm. On 2001, I think there are some, there are a couple of weaker tracks on it. Name um, and shame. I don't like The Watcher. There you go, it's controversial. I'm not that keen. No. That's part of the whole, that's the whole, the soul. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the whole. You're using, you're using music jargon. I can't quite get on. What's that? It's part of the whole. So- what? The, that for me is like the. So- that's one of the sort of like. That's one of the sort of. The signature the tune. Core. Yeah, the, the core. core. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you like that tune? I don't like the way he whispers the watcher. It just sounds pervy. I don't like it. Just say the watcher. Be definite about it. I get it. You want it to be a bit more aggressive. Well, I just think if you say the watcher, if you whisper the watcher, which he does, it sounds like you're in a tree, like perving on someone in their house. Do you, do you know what I mean? It, but that is the that, point he's watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. quietly sitting and yeah, analysing what's going yeah, but on. He's whispering it like he's like a pervert. That tr- do you know what I mean? I just think you need to be aware of the, the vibe you're putting across. Do you know what I mean? And what I'm saying is, Dr. Dre. He's got these paedophile allegations going around, right? And now he's made a track where he's whispering the watcher. That's what I'm saying. That's the point I'm making. And those paedophile allegations, by the way, I can claim they come purely from this podcast. From you. Purely from, from, from you. you. From you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm joking. Anyway, it's a good album. It's a great album. I just don't like the watcher. I, I, yeah. by the way, I'm on my own in that. I know that. The watcher. Can we discuss the skits in the album? We all, yeah, we're, we're skit. Skit, uh, we're, anti-skit. We're yeah. anti-skit on this mm. podcast. Oh, what, right. what do you think mm. of the skits? Well, I think they're brilliant skits. I think they're like, as far as this is a really, this is going it's a really badly. Aggy, it's, no, I like yeah. it. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's good to have discussion, yeah. isn't it? So, what's your favourite skit on the album? <laughs> I don't know the names of the skits. No, but I mean, <laughs> like you know, description. Um. Well, I don't know. I think that you know, obviously, they're like the the quality of production <laughs> on the skit. Yeah. All of them. It's pretty mad. You're kind of listening, like it's. They're just very well-produced skits. Well, yeah. soundscaped. Yes, very well yeah. Have you, you know, ever... Good stereo imaging. Have you ever, in your life, 2001 being one of your favourite hip-hop albums, have you ever said to anyone, you've got to listen to this, and then played a skit? <laughs> I'm just asking, I'm genuinely asking the question. No, but I have been in a car with my mum 
and one of the skits come on and I've been very embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a sort of there's quite a, there's a, a fairly sexual one on there, isn't there? Yeah. There's a sexual one on most most albums that have got skits on. I've got a, a sexual one. What was the one a while ago we were talking about that was a rapper having a having a plot? Ludicrous taking Ludicrous. a shirt, yeah. <laughs> that's not sexual though, is it? No, that's not sexual. No, <laughs> no, 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 no just but... skit general. <laughs> so, <I> mean... <laughs> a, sh- a shit skit. <laughs> they get very sexual. The Rupert goes, "What's that one about Ludacris taking a shirt?" A I found I found that very arousing. <laughs> is that yeah, a shit? Like there. <laughs> oh god! Um, but we were talking about this. Weren't we? It's like why, what, why no other genres of music uh, adopt skits? Do they? Why is it? Well, I mean, do you think from a dr- uh, like? Do, yeah, do they do them in drum and bass? And bass yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, I would say that because we kind of a lot of albums that you'll get drum and bass albums, they'll kind of. Because drum bass is very across the board, so you might have a, a tune that's kind of got a sort of techno influence or a jungle influence or whatever. And a lot of the time, people use they're not skit; they're more like an interlude. Yeah. So it's like a little musical interlude within the track. Of, yeah. So yeah. that's like the drum and bass right, right, version right. of the skit sort of thing. Skit. Yeah, skits. but it's still music though, isn't it? It's, it's not, musical. Yeah. It's not you. You would never stand alone. Yeah. You would never on one of your albums have a thing like where you're just like sitting in the room and then. Somebody comes in and starts giving you head or something. I mean, that would be would that be a skit you'd put on your album? No, oh, my missus would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean it's um, it's not. It's yeah. It's just not, my point a... is. I think skits are fine. Okay. Well, I don't think they're fine. I think they can be good. But my point is, is that they're never going to be better than a song. Mm. It's very difficult to say, make this point when. Fr- Ed is trying to pour a, a glass of water silently. It's, <laughs> I was trying. Is there else it just looked really awkward. Okay. Right. <laughs> it just looked really awkward. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There was one good skit, a big, a big pun. Do you know a big pun? Yep. You know, there's a car called an Acura, yeah? There's a gun called a Mac, Mac 10, mm. right? So I'm setting up the story, why this skit is good, right? So big pun is like telling a story goes, I got, I got, I can't remember exactly how the story goes, but something along the lines, I've got into a bit of trouble. And he goes, somebody was like, started, like starting some beef with me or something. And then he goes, what happened next? And he goes, well, I was, luckily, I didn't have a problem because I was packing a Mac in the back of the Ack, right? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you what? He goes, I was packing a Mac in the back of the Ack. And then they start going, packing a Mac in the back of the Ack, packing a Mac in the back of the Ack, for ages. It's fucking hilarious. That's a good skit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. sexual. It doesn't turn on no. Rupert because there's no shit involved. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So straight up fun. No. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I have interest... 
So you wouldn't call Doctor Dre 2001 your favourite ever hip hop album? I, I'm taking that due to the devil's advocate. No, I'll be, be honest with you. I was deliberately being a prick there. I do oh, think okay. I do think it's a great album. I do think it's a great. I do think it's a great album. I do, but I just think it's just good to like if you if you like an album a lot, it's good to just try and pick holes in it. Do you know what I mean? Like look for the negatives rather than the many positives that are in there. Well, it's just it's accepted yeah. that two thousand and one is a classic. So we could talk about what a great album it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could talk enthusiastic about it. I'm not fucking Zane Lowe, mate. I wanna like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Get, yeah, okay. get underneath the You wanna skin get into the nitty gritty. Exactly. Yeah, okay. About Dre being a pedo, about him grooming young producers. producers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Romish's opinion, not mine. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <AKA> friction. <laughs> 2016. <laughs> Don't fucking distance yourself from me, mate. You're on the podcast now. Um, did you like The Chronic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love The Chronic. But I, it's like, um, it, I did that the other way around. I did it the wrong way around, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, okay, well, that's interesting. music. Because I listened to The Chronic before I listened to 2001. Me too. they're both good. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What was it like... When you went back to when you went to listen to the chronic after the two thousand and one, what was that like? Did you still enjoy the chronic? There's a did... more raw feel to mm. it, right? Yeah. So it's like you know, like it's two thousand and one's got all the bells and whistles, basically, isn't it? And the chronic's a little bit more. That's where the sort of vibe started, yeah. I suppose. So yeah, they're different albums in that way. The production on two thousand one is mad. Like I say, even to the sort of whole skit thing, it's like everything, all the beats, the sort of the crispness of the snares, and like it just. It's, it's so well produced, you know, and there's some great bars on there, some great verses on there. And yeah, for me, it's just an amazing. But yeah, like you say, it's a it's a different, different Pro- vibe. Production wise, lyrically, very similar albums, right? But production wise, and I reckon you can appreciate this on a level that I can't. Or Rupert, well, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to do you down, mate. But, um, <clears throat> but production wise, completely different, right? Because the production on 2001 is like crystal clean, like crystal clean. Is that even a thing? Squeaky clean, like it's proper, like precision. But the chronic is a bit d- dirtier, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's kind of. Um, I think that was like a natural progression for them. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Whereas the chronic was the original kind of raw kind of vibe stuck there, and that was it. And it was a whole new thing and a new movement and a, you know. And whereas, yeah, they basically went in on two thousand and one, and it's like, yeah, serious, like. That's like pop production levels. Do yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. And, it, you know, the one thing, you know, like the Compton album, you listen to that and, yeah, there's there's not so many classics on there or whatever. And, yeah, it tails away towards the end. I think that maybe is a fair, yeah. fair assessment. Do yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But if you listen to that as a, as a body of work and a music and a production, it's, it's stunning. Like, yeah, I yeah. listen to it. I could just listen to the beats on their own, you know, like, and just, just kind of marvel at the production. Yeah, I'm getting a bit. Am I getting a bit too geeky? No, it's, no, it's good. We haven't had this yeah. on this. We haven't had this on yeah. this podcast. Rummish so is, is lost. What do you mean I've lost? <laughs> no, you, you look really lost. Do I look confused? lost? No. That's just my general look. <laughs> so who else do you like apart from Dre? Um, do you mean sort of modern? Yeah. Kind of, um, as far as I listen to now, I've kind of got in modern hip hop. Obviously, is it's changed quite a bit. Obviously. Have you mm. have you gone off it at all? No, no, I still, I, I love it. Um, you know, I listen to people now, probably listen to people like Reggie Snow. Yeah. Um, oh, I love Reggie Snow. I love Vic Mensa. You know, these kind of like, yeah. Vic Mensa come out of America. He's doing like, he can spit over a house beat. He can spit over these mm. kind of, you know, like there's a lot of this new, really, really overproduced kind of wobbly kind of hip hop out yeah. there now. Yeah. 
you know, where it's like the production's mad and you kind of almost listen to it and you're like, how's, you know, how are they going to spit bars over these beats? Because the, the bars and the beats are just so, so overproduced. Hallelujah, hallelujah, you do you more power to you. I'm a test drive, that X drive, pussy weather just got baptized. I'm a franchise, you a fraction. Niggas broke, can't pay attention. I got drives, you trying to screw drive. Guess I gotta do a drill. Hey, we've been You know, it's a real interesting listen. And I think that's what I love about hip hop, where you can kind of listen to hip hop now like that, that takes different influences from different styles of music, you know, techno and there's house and there's whatever and you can listen to the kind of raw I'm happy listening to like raw hip hop you know like Mob Deep where it's mm. literally just a sample a little beat yeah, yeah. And just someone just spitting wicked bars over it yeah. that's why I love hip hop I think I think that's why it always kind of interests me and the same in the same way that drum and bass does as far as taking influences from different types of music yeah. and putting it into one genre because that way it doesn't get boring at all Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can take those kind of raw you know elements of just just spitting bars over a sample and then you've got the really overproducing like I say that's it's just interesting they're like two completely different types of music but just having the sort of you know bars over the top and lyrics just yeah I just love it it's um, yeah I mean I think that's kind of what keeps people interested in it in, in terms of like it keeps changing like if you look at the top 20 like in the US for example like if you look at the top 20 hip hop tracks now compared to like even five years ago the sound's completely different I do think like it's interesting what you say about it because like it used to be I think you'd have a beat and then you'd have the rap over the top of it and the lyrics would be much higher in the mix mm. and it'd be like dominating the track now you're getting more tracks where, like we talking about this complicated beats or like really overproduced or whatever sometimes like the vocals just sit in the track do you know what I mean like much more than they used to like it's almost like another instrument sometimes I think what you'll find a lot that's a lot to do with is producers you know there's like in dance music production you know a lot of production there's a thing now of like a loudness war so yeah. every sort of producer is mm. trying to outdo the other producer with how loud they can get and how punchy and how fat sounding right. they can get their beat it's not actually the most important thing but it's more of a thing that's happened and what in turn kind of come from that is they'll be like, yeah, this let's just uh, let's just put him a little bit lower in the mix. Let's like kind of like take out a little bit more low end of the frequency of his voice or whatever, so I can just have my tune really loud. <laughs> it's like, really, you know, it's like, irrelevant. It's kind yeah. of like you know, it, it happens in drum and bass music. Yeah. It happens in, in in dance music. It should not be happening in hip hop. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Personally, that's mm. just my sort of like, you know, because you want to listen to the tune. Yeah. You know? listen to the lyrics and you know and I think that's definitely something that's happened in modern music it's not a good thing yeah well like I think like some modern hip hop like you know you're talking about you hear a beat and you go how are they going to spit bars over this and then you listen to the rapper and they're not actually spitting bars they're just chatting unintelligible bollocks do you know what I mean it does happen going oh yeah yeah then the what tune is that that's that's a continuation of that one from earlier part two the next episode <laughs> <laughs> has there been has there been like much development in drum and bass like how's how's that has that changed as extreme as hip-hop yeah definitely i mean when i got into drum and bass music mm. it was jungle yeah so and it was again that's kind of like what we were talking you know about the whole thing with dre um and the chronic and 2001 that Jungle essentially was a broken down raw format of what it's turned into now. Mm. It's, it was brilliant to me and I, I miss those jungle days yeah. where the music was so simplistic and, and easy. And whereas now it's, 
you know, you, you kind of the mix down now and everything in drum and bass is, is so important. And sometimes you just kind of just want to just, you can't just put a tune down now and then just like go with a vibe, you yeah. know, like it's like the, the sort of production process of it. And I think that's happened a lot with music where that's got really, really important. Um, but you still listen to some, some of the, you know, there's some bits out there, you know, hip hop wise, I think where they don't do that. But yeah. I think people feel like mm. to succeed today and have a big success, yeah. mainstream success, chart success or whatever, they feel like you've got to have that, you know, that yeah. overproduction in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you like any... Now, I know that you work with a lot of MCs and stuff. Like, yeah. you're into your British stuff as well, right? Yeah. So, who in... who? What British like artists do you like? Are you into, are you into grime? You're into grime, right? I do, I do, yeah, I do listen to grime. Um, there's... There's some acts I really, really, really rate. Yeah. I think, you know, it's brilliant what Skepta and Stormzy are doing. You know, it's amazing. And it's amazing that Skepta had that success with that album mm. and yeah. release it independently. Yeah, know. Mm. You know, it is mad, like, isn't it? it that is, is literally like a big, you know, oh, nearly punched, <laughs> nearly like two fingers up. Do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? To, to the establishment, to yeah. the system. And I really like that, you know, because it's such a successful album and, you know, he's gone on so much. And I think, you know, Stormzy, I think, Stormzy's so big already. He's yeah. massive, you yeah. know. Like, and I think he's had two EPs out. Yeah. Actually, if you break it down, he's had two EPs out. We're, one EP and a single. We were we were both nominated for the Times um, sort of exciting artist award, and um, it went up to public vote. And you and Stormzy, not just me and Stormzy. Oh, right. loads, loads of people. Thing, the South Bank Award, yeah, oh, okay. and uh, Stormzy. Um, Stormzy, he won quite comfortably. Right, okay. Yeah. Were you there? No, I wasn't. I, t- shall I tell you how I knew I hadn't won? When I said I can't make it and nobody batted an eyelid, that's when I realised that I probably wasn't, yeah. I probably good, wasn't in the running. That's a good way to test the water because you're almost like kind of putting it out there. It's like, you know, tell your age. You were ready to go. Sure. Oh, so when, when can we get the cameras into Romesh to sort of record the speech beforehand? Can you let them know that there's a chance I may not get there tonight? It's just a, just a smidgen. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like, it's yeah. like yeah, no, that's fine. Just, yeah. yeah, just you're on like, the phone to my agent and said, how are they what, what alternative arrangement for that no they said that's fine that's fine sorry you couldn't make it alright yeah. <laughs> okay cool was there a slight element of disappointment <laughs> no okay no worries. but yeah it is pretty and obviously like we've skipped to winning the Mercury I, I, d- I don't know if you read the thing about how many co- more copies he sold since since winning the Mercury than before what is it it's like a 230% increase on wow. sales or something like that Fuck. And is Kano? Kano's back out on tour, right? Is he taking a live band out of him or something? I don't know why. I think so. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus. That's a new section in the podcast. I can't believe I just said that out loud, man. <laughs> can, we, can we get a sting made? Sorry. Says, that's what I'm saying. Hell, what Romesh is saying. Oh, I'm crying. <laughs> uh, P Money. I want to talk about. Do you like P Money? Yeah, love P Money. Um, that, that tune. Panasonic. Tell me who P Money is or not. P Money's like British. British grime artist. Mm. Just an amazing MC. I love that dude, man. I'm really, really glad for P Money because he's been grafting for a long time. Yeah. So I'm just trying to get my voice back. Yeah. Really emotional. It's been, um, yeah. co- been <laughs> coughing. He's not he's not crying about P Money. I just want to make that yeah. clear. It's just um, um, have some of that water you poured quite <laughs> rather emotional. P Money's been on the grind and it just just gets me, you know. He's a... Uh, 
he's been on it for ages and it's kind of now coming into this thing where he's got his single and yeah. you know, got his album. And we actually did a tune together. I had a tune called Kingpin that I did with Scream yeah. about three or four years ago and uh, P featured on that. You picked up my pad, I didn't tell you to take it. Now you're confused and mad, it's game over as soon as you played it. So you ignored my fine flow to get the cough up and you paid it. Looking ever so sad as if somebody gave you a facelift. Yeah, uh, just like really professional yeah. on it delivers you know great were you artists. disappointed that it's professional because do you do you, does part of you expect that somebody just rocks up whenever do you know what I mean phones it in or whatever it's cool isn't it uh, I don't know um, well not really it is it is it's pain in the backside mate to yeah. be honest if you're sitting there waiting done, for the yeah. studio and I've done it before I've had vocalists come in the studio yeah I hate when people are late yeah <laughs> we, have, we have established that he was late no we, we haven't no, we, we haven't, haven't. No. <laughs> this, is a call, this is a call back to a joke <laughs> that's not been made <laughs> I've just well, what I'm about to say is completely hypocritical. So yeah, I apologise for that. Okay. <laughs> but you know that sort of awkward feeling when you're at a studio and um, you've got a session booked in, and the person kind of rocks up an hour or two oh late. Oh my god, yeah. so fucking. We specifically annoying. hired a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially this. when you hire a boat to do the podcast on. <laughs> But um, I've done it before, and I've like had vocalists, or whatever, and they come in the studio, literally rock up two hours late. Mm. Yeah. And I, I did have a, a session once, and they, they ro- she rolled up two hours late. And, um, she, she. Yeah, we're yeah. narrowing it down yeah, here, yeah, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> so it is. <laughs> and she rolled up two hours late, and uh, literally just sat in there, me, you know, me and the, the studio owner, and it was like, yeah, okay. And she just walked in. Didn't apologise. No. no apology. No, you, you no just, apology. You would just be polite in that situation, yeah. wouldn't you? And, and, and literally, the words were, yeah, just had to have a meeting with my team. Oh, my God. <laughs> no apology. And then actually... And that is the story of how Ed works with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it is. It's really annoying people are late, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but he's he's really professional and he's great and uh, glad he's doing well. I'm looking to looking forward to hearing this album and I really rate Bonkers as well. Bonkers yeah, yeah. is great. Yeah, Bonkers Instagram game is tight. Very tight. Yeah. How so? It's just like I I like all the grime artists what they're doing on Instagram. They're like constantly updating and shit right. like that. I Ed had to have a go at me the other day because I not, he didn't have a go at me. Help me out because I people are going to think that we actually hate each other. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Well, because you've started gramming a bit, haven't you? Haven't I've started on the Instagram. Yeah. It's the same joke, though, isn't it, every time? Do you mean That's the... a bit low, mate. Low. Do you mean the, the photo? The, the after-tour after one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah, good, it's different photos no, every time. Yeah. Is that a joke, then? Because I was trying to work out if that was a joke or whether it was serious. <laughs> you don't know what's happened below that head. <laughs> it's just because... I'll tell you why I did that, yeah. right? So for those of you that don't know, yeah. I just put a photo of me after a gig in a hotel room or wherever, or in yeah. the car on the way home. I just think it's funny that you have a gig that's really good fun, yeah. and then minutes later, Alone. you're just fucking sitting on your own, <laughs> it like eating Pringles in a hotel room, just trying not to cry. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you know what I think you should do, though? Yeah, go on. I, I get the joke. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, well, good. It is could, a good one, I mean, isn't you it? could not have been more sarcastic, mate. <laughs> I want to. I mean, you literally could not have <laughs> laid it on any thicker than what you just did. I didn't <laughs> think it was so like that. That was so dark. Sorry, sorry. No, yeah, go on, what you're you always think? funny. No, no, funny all the time. No, no, no. Mm. Go on. What do you think I should do, mate? Um, you playing, basically, playing, playing, are you playing should... devil's advocate? Yeah, yeah. I'm playing that. your your favourite, your mate. Um, I think you should maybe try and up the sort of filter game on it or something. Just make it look a little. Are you going for a sort of raw look with these pictures? <laughs> I don't think he's thinking about it that. Much. <laughs> <laughs> I just 
just think, I just think with your face, you should add a filter. Is that what you're basically? No. <laughs> oh, this is going bad. No, no, but I like it. I like, you know, you're yeah. you know, keeping it real. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you. I've just got Snapchat as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Are you on Snapchat? Yeah, I'm on Snapchat. You yeah. added me as a friend the other day. I, yeah, don't, I, I don't know what that means, but... Well, I don't know what it we means. Can, watch each other we can directly we can be the watcher yeah yeah okay there you go. yeah but instagram uh <laughs> yeah snapchat that's how really you respond anno- to people doing callbacks yeah okay. <laughs> snapchat can be really annoying by the way uh, how do you mean well because people just send you snaps you know like that so is I've it though got, isn't it? yeah that's kind of it yeah. yeah but i kind of get like for some reason i get about five snapchats a day of people just smoking weed <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you know, literally, it will literally be like a picture of them, like, good times, <laughs> like that. And it's like, just putting that into the ether. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Do you know what I mean? Oh, man. Hip-hop grapes. Is there anything you don't like about hip-hop? Um, Kanye. Okay, this is very controversial, isn't it? Do you know what? Like, like I was thinking about, you know, this, 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 scenario this subject or whatever and there are sort of some things that are annoying but Kanye's my I don't know like, I love his music but I just find him apps I can't stand him as right. a person yeah is that bad it's not bad I think it's a sort of commonly held view do you what how would you what do you think about the fact that that is just how he is because he's like a genius or whatever and that's just <sighs> all, cop all, out, isn't all it, geniuses really? are a tortured tortured soul yeah yeah, yeah. all that shit <laughs> Um, I don't know. I like. I love his tunes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I do love his music, but I do like. What was it? I saw the other day. I saw a, a tweet a little while ago, and he basically said, "Oh, all y'all that are making that was my attempt at American accent. Yeah, I won't do good. it again." I thought yeah, it's very, <laughs> um, it's very good. Go you on. know, like that are making <laughs> the, the apps for kids. You know, phone. All y'all phone that games. are making the yeah kids yeah. apps. Yeah. You know, you should be ashamed of yourself trying to get them to buy one pound one dollar um, tokens or whatever because you know like the kids yeah. they need the tokens mate to do I know do level. I know my but, oldest son spent 120 quid on one of them mate yeah it's but fucking insane trainers at 800 quid mate <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, I know. you're moaning about an app yeah. and how it's like he's moaning about an app because kids are getting exploited but he doesn't mind them making his trainers there we go, there go. or spending 800 quid robbing off their mums yeah, that's exactly. the guy like to buy them he had a breakdown recently didn't he at his fashion show did he? Yeah, he put on a fashion show, uh, like I don't know. Was that the one when he showed the exclusive clip of his mum, the video game <laughs> based on his mum going to heaven? We've spoken about this. Yeah, before. no, no. Oh, this is, is more recent. Oh, this right, is more right. recent than that. He had a fashion oh. show where it all went tits up, like the models are like falling over and shit. That's and why it, it went tits up. Jesus Christ! Really. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, apparently backstage he had a proper like flip out. Oh, he had yeah. every member of staff involved in the fashion show fired. Great. He's just like he's, he's actually like fucking that. losing it. He's actually good. losing it. It's he's on though. the verge of releasing an incredible album where it's just him just shitting, just <laughs> losing his mind. It, Do you know what I mean, it's it like, is amusing. It is amusing. Like when he. Do you remember the the mic dropping incident? No, gone. The, what, what mic? Just where he dropped the mic. What are the MTV Awards? Or yeah, uh, you know, like yeah. he is. He is entertaining. The yeah. whole Taylor Swift thing and everything, and like he is. He is funny, yeah. but he's irritating at the same yeah, yeah. time. I know. I'm not good with. I want a middle. I just want someone nice in the middle. Yeah, not nuts. Yeah. 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 Do you like any of his music though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mu- You know, his music. He's been part of some amazing tunes. You know, and he's obviously a great artist. You know, but he just annoys me. Yeah. 
Anyway, I don't know. I just felt like I had to, when I, I just felt like I had to get that. No, it's, no good. it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's um, Do you watch any uh, live hip hop, or have you seen any live hip hop? Yeah, not as much as I should. I don't get out to sort of concerts or quick, gigs. Qu- quick question: Live hip hop. Mm. Do you think it's any good? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it depends how the production's done and you know how the how it is as a whole. Is I think live hip hop can be brilliant if it's done in the right way. Yeah. yeah. Do you um, not the devil's advocate? No, no he's got he's got a viewpoint on this. We've no, it's just no. It's, I say it every it time. Times. I, yeah, we've said it so many times. I just don't think maybe live maybe change it. Okay, how what you want me to change live hip hop? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, change live hip hop, okay, and you're cool. therefore your viewpoint. Yeah. Well, actually, what I have heard is Rupert, and also another somebody else that's been on this uh, show saw Loyal Loyal Karna. Right? Yeah. And said he was amazing live. So yeah. there, it can be done. And mm. De La Sola are amazing live. And there's loads of groups I've seen that are amazing live. But I've seen loads of really good artists on record Not come represent. and do a terrible live show. Who? Um, who? Uh, Cannibal Ox. I mean, I've talked about this before. Cannibal Ox is one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Um, I saw Blade once and he... I really love Blade, but he wasn't on stage for a lot of it because he's off his tits and he just thought it'd be funny to do it off from off stage. But that's actually good in a way. That no. makes us amusing. Well, it's no? amusing for a bit, but then after a while you think, I haven't just paid to see an empty fucking stage for two and a half hours. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Have you and seen then... Action Bronson live? No. Yeah, he's, that... he's great. I saw him at Roundhouse. It's different as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, different. definitely different. <laughs> because you treat me like... I pay for the bed and never even slept in it. I pay for that crib and never stepped foot in. And now somebody else is eating all the pudding. So Action Bronson did a um, festival I did in Croatia a few years ago. I don't, like I say, I don't really get to see that many live performances or whatever live time if I'm playing or, you know, I do try if someone that I really mm. rates at the same festival as me and stuff like that. But um, he did this festival in Croatia called Outlook. It's pretty, you know, like... It's not got all your sort of bells and whistles on it as a festival. You know, it's a brilliant festival, great place to go. But, um, you know, it's like, it's quite sort of, he was there and he was performing and he got in the crowd and yeah. he got lost in the crowd for about five minutes. And, yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, he encourages people to ju- get on stage so he can chuck them off. There's loads of them on well, YouTube. Yeah, well, this is like, what happened. Like, people purposely do that, knowing they're going to get thrown off. off by him, yeah. yeah so but, he'll just bung them hard. Has he got, yeah, yeah. Has he got public liability insurance? That's well, he must mate. have, but the bloke, he did his performance. <laughs> and I'm sure it's very good. I'll, I'll try and get his number. Um, but, <laughs> but, like, he did the, the performance at Outlook or whatever, and it was good. And then as he's finishing, like a photographer, it looked like an official sort of photographer, mm. sort of to get a picture with him and he sort of went in the sort of selfie motion yeah. that, that's the selfie motion yeah. just, yeah. just, just so you know that, 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 yeah. that looked great on the podcast cheers mate <laughs> it's yeah, like a hip hop pose actually in a way. But, um, it's very honey G yeah, yeah. oh goodness another, another callback <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah good yeah. and like this guy went up to him to sort of take the picture with him mm. and he just started fighting the guy what literally just started fighting the bloke like, was, not was, just like a little... Re- it was mm. like he was trying to punch him. Great. Repeatedly. That's what you need. Repeatedly. Bit of, a bit of entertainment. <laughs> yeah. And then the security sort of pulled them apart, whatever, yeah. and he put his hands in the air like as if... Like he just didn't thing. care? Yeah, but I think he, I think mm-hmm. it was staged. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Yeah, I think it... But based on that, that probably was part of it. Yeah, yeah I think it was definitely staged, but... He encourages it. Isn't that... That's quite weird. It is weird. But Why he's a weird guy, you say guy, to your manager... It? You say to your manager, yeah, I'm going to smash it tonight. Listen got this wicked idea for the end of the show you know like 
bit of yeah. a nut. But yeah. that's what I love. That is part another bit thing. Of USB. Yeah, that's it. I got like that's one of the things I love about hip hop. You know, is is stuff like that. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah. But at least you know, it's just it just keeps interesting, yeah. doesn't it? Plug one, plug two, guest plugs for you. We're almost at the. Uh... Have we asked all our our questions? Yeah, we have. I want to ask you one more thing though. Go on, Go on then. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you up to at the moment? Is there anything on plug? Yeah, I mean, album next year. I've finally got around to writing my first album. It's taken flipping ages. Um, but yeah, just got singles and an album out next year um, on Elevate, which is why I've got two labels. I've got Shogun Audio and I've got Elevate. And uh, yeah, so that'll be out next year. Got another single coming out later this month and uh, just keep cracking on with shows, festivals. And, and you month. do a show on Radio 1 as well, right? I do, yeah. Monday yeah. nights, 1am. yeah. Um, I um, went to see Ed. He, you came to my show, didn't you? Yeah. Soho Theatre. I then, remember because my mate Stu as well. Yeah. It was one of those moments where we went to see Rob and uh, my mate Stu was there and he just did that thing where he pretty much said to you, I've got some good content for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see a DJ do it. The thing is, like, I've known him for ages, my mate, so I wasn't, I wasn't as cringing as I could have been. But you know when you're just like, oh, like, you know, like because I knew that he would do something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean, what was so cool was like you bought, you brought like Ed brought some mates with him who mm. were also MCs, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so like, this is really bad what I'm about to do, but I'm just going to do like a cartoon version of how it went down, right? Mm. So like I'd just be chatting, we went to this club and like it was just mad to see Ed like just fucking shit loads of people just mm. going nuts. So we're still at the front and then one of Ed's mates began to be right, I've uh, I really enjoyed the show anyway, I'm just off to do a little set. And then suddenly, two seconds later I'd see him with a microphone going, Who's ready for a jungle history lesson? <laughs> Easy now. Like, watch the raid and it was going fucking <laughs> Like, what, what makes me laugh there is you've gone from like he'd gone from a middle class like, kind of accent to Romesh a great show listen I've got some content for you I think we'll go down really well and then he switches it straight away like that you know uh, no listen mate so good to have you on man thank yeah. you very much yeah love being here uh, um, late. that's alright right, no worries uh, right see you later bye 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 planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.